Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. Um, it is uh, October 13th today, 6.48 in the morning. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, we started the book of Ephesians and just going through this prison epistle written by Paul to the church. And it's very incredibly, completely, totally encouraging. <laughs> and I love encouraging things. Man, the other day, the other day, um, you know, as a pastor, I talk to a lot of people, and I pray, and I, I help, and I try to biblical counsel and all, and um, it was just people were going through it. You know, I talked to a handful of people, and it was like so many things going on in each individual's life, and I'm like, man, there's just, it's hard right now. It's difficult for people, and it's difficult for all of us. You know, there are moments where it's like, this is, this is not easy. And during those times, I mean, opening and getting into and taking in the Word of God is is so important. And um, I love Psalm 119, I think it's verse 50. Um, this is my comfort in my affliction. Your Word has given me life. And that's what I remember. That's what I think about. That's what I go to. Yeah, seek the Lord in prayer, definitely assemble together with other believers, it's encouraging, but first and foremost, I think, get into God's truth, get into the Word, because it's encouraging, it opens our eyes, it speaks to us, right? It's where the gospel is, and the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. <laughs> so, uh, it's just amazing. But Ephesians, such a, such a good letter, and I'm just looking at one verse today, because I think it's pretty dense. Ephesians 1 3 Paul continues he says blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ all right I'm pulling out of my driveway and I'm saying this because I don't want to hit our other car as I'm hitting out on the streets and it's not raining yet but it's looking pretty bad Gonna, looks like it's going to pour today. But, sorry. Verse 3. Every spiritual blessing. God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Now let's back up a second because I also was teaching, as I'm going through the Gospel of Luke, we're in chapter 20 right now. I'm just going through the whole Gospel, of course. Verse by verse, line by line, chapter by chapter, book by book. And we're in chapter 20. And one of the things we were looking at is the fact that um, God blesses us material materially as well like he provides for our needs he provides for the birds of the air how much more is he going to provide for us how much more is he going to care for his kids I mean he's just going to he blesses and I think sometimes we forget that I think sometimes we forget that because it becomes so common blessings here's the thing like blessings be can become normalized to where we don't recognize anymore that it's from God. And so we're blessed, but we don't even realize it. It, it kind of reminds me of prayer. All of us as Christ followers, in one way, shape, or form, are living in the midst right now, presently, we're living in answered prayer. The place where you're at right now, the things that you're doing, the events of your life, a lot of them happen because you prayed for them or others prayed for you for those things to happen. <laughs> now that always blows my mind, you know. 
We're living in the midst of answer prayer and we're living in the midst of blessings right now. We're blessed. God provides. He's our great provider. We lean upon Him and trust in Him for provision. And He provides materially. He provides all we need. When it comes to wants, He even provides some of those. For some people, He provides all their wants. Other people, He provides a couple of their wants. But ultimately, He provides what we need. Children of Israel were provided what they needed in order to sustain their life and continue on their journey. Of course, it turned into complaining because they wanted something different. Isn't that how it is, though? We're blessed with something. We're like, oh, this is great, but I want something else. Or we say, this is great, but I want something more. (laughs) Right? That's the innate sinful human mentality of never having enough, right? That's another sermon, but that's another verse, basically learning to be content where you're at. But God blesses us materially, definitely. And he blesses us spiritually. And I would say this is more important than the material. The material is important. It's all important. But it was like this, guys. I've had to tell people throughout the years, because they're so involved and so they're just always at work. And they, their family suffering, their marriage is suffer, uh, suffering and struggling, and they're never home. But they're so focused on providing materially that they're absent and they're not leading spiritually. I'm talking about men. And so I talk to these guys, and they're just, they're just not there. Like, well, I, we, we, bought, we bought this house, and so I got to work extra hours in order to provide for it. So. So they're never home. So they're not really leading. I don't think that's healthy. I mean, there are exceptions. There are exceptions where it's like, I have to work some overtime right now so we can actually pay the bills, you know. But men are called to spiritually lead, to step up and lead (laughs) as God is leading them. And so I, I find so many of the guys are just passive and like, they follow their wives. And the wives are so used to leading that the men just go, okay. And they're just like little kids. It's like step up and spiritually lead. Pray for your wife. Lead prayer for your family. Disciple your kids actively, opening the Bible, sitting down, and teaching them the ways of the Lord. And men, when they grow up, they won't depart from men. But it's about the spiritual. I tell people you need to focus less on work. I go, you know what? The Bible, your Bible reading, your time with the Lord is more important than your job. And I think a lot of people have that mixed up. They go, well, work comes first if I have time for God. Really? Your loving Heavenly Father is waiting to be wanted and pursued by you. And you go, I'll talk to you later. He's given you everything. He's blessed you in every way. He saved you, rescued you. And you say, well, I just don't have time for you right now. Maybe, maybe later. Really? That's the epitome of putting God second, third, fourth, last. And that's exactly what we're not supposed to do. He's given us every spiritual blessing And the more we pursue Him and seek Him 
and foster that one-on-one relationship with him, the more we're going to grow in those things that he's already blessed us with. So I think it's important to recognize that. God, you know, Jesus is not an add-on. Like, well, I'll do this and this and this, and, and then I guess I'll add on, you know, some, some prayer. I'll pray for an, uh, a minute or something. You know, I'll read a verse here and there, I guess. He's not an add-on. He's the primary source. He's number one. But so many people get that mixed up because they take the spiritual blessings for granted, the fact that they're actually saved and forgiven. They're set apart for the Lord. And God's working in their life, and then they just go, well, yeah, but eh, I'll talk to him later. Well, yeah, but I'll, I'll read the word later. I'll go to church at some point, but maybe, you know, Easter and Christmas. Like, what? So many are just, say they're Christian, but they're in a slumber. They're just asleep spiritually, bearing no fruit, miserable, just going about their lives, focusing only on the natural. You know, that's the one thing I love about Jesus. He always helped to revert people's mind and heart and eyes onto the spiritual. There's many examples, but two I always use when I'm thinking about these things is is Nicodemus in John chapter 3. Jesus was talking about being born again. Nicodemus is like, that's weird. What are you talking about? That, that doesn't make sense. That can't happen. Jesus was talking spiritually. You have to be born again. And in John chapter 4, woman at the well. You know, she was gathering water and Jesus said there's water that if you drink it, you won't thirst ever again. And she's like, where's this water? I want to get it. She was thinking of the natural, of the surface level. Jesus was talking about something deeper. He was talking about the spiritual. And so why don't we focus on the spiritual? because you can't see it but you see the effects of it in our in your life in my life we see the effects of when we pursue the lord and seek him and, and and have that time with him regularly we see the results of it and it's a good thing but the opposite is true as well if we don't then we struggle and suffer and get confused and we wonder and we wander and we it's it's not good you guys there's a contrast So we must remember that the source of spiritual blessings is the Lord Jesus. He's given us every every spiritual blessing that we need. So if we're never blessed with anything else the rest of our lives, that's fine. He's given us all we need. Are we content with that? Are we happy with that? Are we walking in that? Are we proactive in that? And so, um, pretty amazing that he's given us every spiritual blessing man we can go on and on because saved us set us apart rescued us redeemed us took our place on the cross Uh, we have expiation he eradicated sin propitiation again he's our substitute substitutionary atonement all of those things like you keep you, you read through the word you see what god has done in your own life and you're like he blesses and the fact that you're forgiven you don't deserve it that should bring us to a place of humility, right? So anyway, guys, there's a lot more, but um, I hope you have a good day. That was just one verse, but God bless you guys, praying for you guys, love you guys, and uh, keep getting into the Word and keep letting it encourage you and lift you up because that's what God does. Take care.